Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bearing the Burden Study Devotional. Today, we are doing day number five in the series. So um, day number five today is we're going to be talking about the Hebrew word uh, or the Hebrew phrase etmasa, which means burden or the burden. But one of the things that pops up, and this is one of those moments where the Hebrew language comes into play and understanding what one particular little word might mean even though it really doesn't have a meaning but it has an implication so in galatians chapter 6 we've moved on to finally right in galatians 6 we moved on to verse 2 and it says bear one another's burdens and therefore and thereby fulfill the law of christ in hebrew it was shawish et masa arfiken Tahimo et Torah hamashiach so in other words it says let each man carry his own burden and you shall keep the Torah of Messiah. It's a little bit different than bear one another's burdens. So we need to understand what that actually means, translated into Hebrew, carry his own burden. And the reason for this is because in the original translation, there's a Hebrew word that doesn't have a trans, isn't translatable, but it does sort of mean something. And early on when they were doing these translations, when this word showed up, nobody really had an understanding unless, of course, you were, um, you know, Jewish or Hebraic. And even today, there's no interpretation for the word. But like I said, it does mean something. So that Hebrew word is et. So you would read et masa, right? Shao ish et masa, et, E-T. It is made up of two Hebrew letters, which is the Aleph and the Tau. Now, the mystery behind this interpretation lies with this word. Um, and one of the things that we have to understand in Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, it appears twice. First, in etmasa, meaning bearing the burden, and the second time is et torat, meaning the Torah of Mashiach, okay? So that's important to understand that, that first of all, when we look at the interpretation and the Hebrew word is law, it shouldn't be. It should be the Torah of the Messiah. Okay, so the Torah of the Messiah. So it, et appears twice, once before the burden, I'm sorry, once before burden and once before Torah HaMashiach or the Torah of the Messiah. Okay, now the first time it's an introduction to the burden, and the second, it's an introduction to Torah, okay? And as I said, there's no direct English interpretation of, for this word at all. However, it is an introductory word used for, you know, a semantically definite direct object. In other words, it's about semantics, right? So the Hebrew word et, when it appears, it indicates that a proper noun or a personal pronoun is coming. And what it tries to do is answer the what or whom in a sentence. Now, scripturally, 
you know, it, when we talk about this letter, it's made up of two Hebrew letters. Like I said, this word, sorry, it's made up of two Hebrew letters, the Aleph and the Tau. Okay, so Aleph is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, meaning beginning, and Tau is the last Hebrew letter of the alphabet, meaning end. And we find that in Revelation, um, when John has his revelation and he speaks out, and I don't remember if it's Revelation 21 or Revelation 22, so for, please forgive me for that, but he hears Jesus. So here's the, the apostle John on the island of Patmos. It's in chapter 23, my apologies. Um, and as speaking to Jesus, Jesus says to John something very interesting. He says, in, in, and of course it's translated into English, I am the Alpha and the Omega, but that's not what he said. Because Jesus is speaking to John, who's a Jew. He and Jesus being a Jew would have spoken Hebrew, not Greek. So in the originals text, it would read, I am the Aleph and I am the Tau says the Lord God, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty, et, Aleph and the Tau, the beginning and the end. So when we look at this Hebrew word et, it's an introductory word, okay? And it's used to answer the what or whom in a sentence. So when we look at the burden, what we're seeing is the et masa, when you put the et before the burden, it becomes whose burden? Whose burden? Okay, so when we look at, back at, at, at bearing one another's burdens, and when we, we translate it directly into Hebrew, it says, let each man carry his own burden. Whom? His burden. It changes that mindset. Not everyone's burden, his burden. Now this becomes interesting because to carry your own burden is translated into bear someone else's. So there's gotta be something that carrying your own burden means on behalf of others, okay? So, and, and, and again, when we look at the Aleph and the Tau, we see that Jesus later says, I am the Aleph and I am the Tau. So now when we look at the et, et masa, my burden or who's, his burden or who, whose burden is it bearing, right? I hope I'm not really making a mess of this. Let every man carry his own burden. It now takes on a spiritual sense because the olive and the tau has now been identified as Jesus's word. Et. So when it says et masa, you are now taking on your burden through your relationship with Jesus the Messiah. So let each man carry his own burden, not by himself, but through Jesus as the Messiah. See how much deeper this goes when we kind of just know one little word made up of two Hebrew letters. So when we, we think about this, um, what we find is that in bearing your burden, 
What you end up doing is bearing it for your brothers and sisters in Messiah. So see, what happens is when you have defeated obstacles, you've defeated sins, you've overcome behaviors contrary to righteousness, your victory is going to be felt by your fellow man. Why? Because when you overcome sins, behaviors, uh, obstacles that lead to righteousness, you rejoice. And you can rejoice because you know that your burden was defeated because of Jesus, the glorious Messiah, who later says in Matthew, um, I don't remember chapter in, in verse um, but he says, bear, I, you know, let me bear the burden with you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. In other words, when these things are defeated, they're being done through him and then they become a joy. You won't forget it and you need to guard against it because temptation can sort up, which is part of the reason that Paul says, be careful after you, you've borne this burden because it can come back to bite you in the butt if pride and ego and all these things get in the way. But how is bearing your own burden, bearing on behalf of others? And why did it get to bear one another's burdens when it shouldn't read that? See, so that letter et changes the whole mindset. So when you defeat those things in your victory, your fellow man can quote, benefit. Right. And in doing so, you're fulfilling the Torah of the Messiah that says you are to love the Lord your God with your whole mind. Your, the, the great commandments. Right. The, 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 the um, mitzvot, the great commandment mitzvah, love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and treat your neighbor as yourself. So what happens here when you've done this, you've defeated your strongholds. You've done these things. The victory enables you to do what? To speak and minister to people in peace. Because you can now come from an area of, I defeated what you're dealing with. I've overcome what you're dealing with. Through the power of the Messiah, through the spirit of the Messiah, I'm sorry, it's not, not, my, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Through the spirit of Messiah, I have borne, or bored, or bared, or bore, whatever the case may be. I've defeated my own burden that I've carried on my own. And because I've defeated it and carried it only through the love of the Messiah himself, and obviously through others who have helped, I now can speak and minister to you in peace. You see, because it is now the spirit of Hashem. It's the spirit of the living God, Torah Chaim, that now comes and says, um, I guide you in victory and in helping others achieve freedom, right? So which is why Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, now we're going to start understanding it. Now the Lord is spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Why? Because you've been able to defeat the burden with the help and the guidance of those who've already come before you. And of course, the love of the Messiah in his spirit. And why is it done? So how is it good for, for 
the, the brothers and sisters in Christ? How do you, quote, bear another's burden? By defeating your own and then showing them and teaching them how to defeat it on their own through the love of Messiah while you are ministering to them. Right? Let each man carry his own burden and you shall keep the Torah of the Messiah. See, and when we look at the word picture for the Hebrew um, name, Torah, of the first five books of the Bible, it is of a mother nursing her child. So it's about sustenance. It's about being nurtured. It's about letting the word do the ministry in your heart. It's about hearing God in prayer who comes along as our comforter, who comes along as our counselor through the Holy Spirit of God, right? Ruach HaGodesh. And what does he do? He guides us, he leads us, he teaches us. But in the end, we have to choose to defeat whatever it is that we want to defeat. And once we've made that choice, you go down that road to, to have victory and freedom. It's not going to happen overnight. It's part of sanctification. Okay? It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a process. But once you've defeated that process, you rejoice to know, oh, yes, I have defeated that and a new chapter in your life is laid out before you. And when you become strong enough and mature enough, then God is going to turn around and say, now you're going to go minister to those and help those who are dealing with that same exact burden that you were dealing with. And you're going to teach them how I taught you. And you're going to lead them into a relationship with the Messiah, Jesus himself. Wow. So the question is, are you ready to bear your burden so that you can effectively reach those in need, whether they're saved or not? And are you serious about your calling? And in doing so, are you serious about your freedom? Are you ready to share what burdens you've defeated in your life to help others? See, like I said at the onset of this entire series, self-examination is critical for the man or the woman that wants to help, who wants to bear these burdens, who wants to help people overcome in ministry and in life. So as always, I want to thank you for tuning in um, and, you know, stay tuned for the next episode which will be day number six coming soon. Um, and as always, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you shalom peace. In the precious, glorious name of Jesus, our Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace. Down to my